Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We recorded with Paul West Sales earlier today. Uh, he's the CEO at Western Copper and Gold. We talk about the recent announcement with regards to Rio taking an 8% stake in the company for 25.6 million. Uh, terms and conditions apply. Um, it'll be conditional on uh, a process which Rio are going through themselves. And also the company has put a few conditions on Rio. And we talk about those. If you want to get our opinions on that, you can find them at cruxinvestor.com. We can also find commentary from experts from around the world on a variety of companies and commodities, but training videos on there. And we've got summaries of all the interviews that we've done just to save you some time because we know you're busy people. But most excitingly of all, there's a wonderful, thriving community of investors sharing their thoughts and ideas with each other in a nice, friendly and safe environment, free from all that judgment, trolling and abuse you see elsewhere. If that sounds appealing to you, and I hope it does, go and join them, cruxinvestor.com. Paul, how are you, sir? Very, very good. Great to see you again. I bet. I haven't seen you since the beginning of February. Um, it was a great conversation then, and you went on a bit of a run. Uh, you've been busy? Yeah. It's been, uh, it's been uh, you know, us- usually uh, companies like us uh, do most of our work in the summer, particularly when you have a project up in the Yukon. But it's been a very uh, busy, uh, I guess, uh End of winter and uh, beginning of spring for us, for sure. I, I heard, I heard. I really enjoyed the last conversation, by the way, obviously with the addition to the, the board and the slightly more aggressive stance you're taking. Yeah. Really enjoyed uh, talking about that. We'll put a link to the previous interview and interviews um, below in the description so people can reference business plan strategies. Because um, this has been a long time in the offing. I'm calling you about the Rio uh, press release. I'm intrigued by the terms, and we're going to talk about it in a second. But before we do, can you kick off, give us a one-minute overview of the business for people new to the story, and I'll pick it up from there. Sure. Uh, Western Copper and Gold, very, very simple company. Uh, single asset, the Casino Copper Gold Project located up in the Yukon. Large uh, copper gold project, uh, 21 million ounces of gold, 11 billion pounds of copper, We've been developing it for about 12 years now. Uh, We've done the engineering. We've got some permitting under our belt. Where are we right now? Um, We just signed a deal with Rio Tinto, which we're going to talk about. Uh, We have a PA coming out in in weeks at this point in time. It's due out by the end of Q2, so that's the end of June. Um, And uh, the goal is to get get this thing, move this thing forward as quickly and as aggressively as possible, so getting back into permitting. Uh, likely next year. Perfect. Obviously, copper's been in a bit of a tear as, as well, which, is, which has helped. Gold has come off and then seems to be bouncing back again. So timing is timing is everything in this game. Um, but so are the picking the right strategic partners. Rio doesn't get better than that, does it? I, I don't think so, you know, and and I'll be honest, they've, they've been an absolutely great group to, to deal with. They, they've been very, very good. Very good. Well, okay. So, so I, I do want to talk about it, but I also need to make the point that the number of companies that say to me, oh, Rio is in here, Sprott is in here, BHP is in here, we've got it made, the rest is plain sailing. And then I would say maybe one in 10 actually does something about it. it. It's not a guarantee. You've still got a lot of steps to get over. So can we talk about the terms under which Rio has come in as a strategic partner with you? So maybe talk about the, the quantum first of all, and then maybe we could get into the what you need to do and what they need to do. Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, one of the things that we did, I guess, 
let me take a small step back. Most, a lot of these sort of strategic investments are at the exploration stage uh, for companies that are drilling holes um, and, and just beginning to define their resource. We have a well-defined resource. Uh, we, we, you know, have a feasibility study that that we're updating right now. So this is a different sort of investment from that perspective. And then the other thing that I'd point out, and this is very important, is that the terms that we have with Rio, all of them are fixed. So in terms of like the terms that we have to work together to do the technical work, 18 months. That's all we have to work this through. There's a, well, with one time extension for an additional 12 months, but after that, that work is done. So it's a very fixed term in terms of working together. Okay, so, so let's talk about it. So what, what do they think they're walking into? What's the opportunity that they're seeing and what are they gonna um, work out in the next 18 months? It's not a long time, as you say, but they, 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 they've got to get some answers. What answers are they looking for? Right. So, that I mean, you know, when I talk to Rio about this and, and when we talk about this collaboratively, we talk about this as being essentially a second level of due diligence on the project. There's the first level of due diligence that they can do under a CA, but then there's the level of due diligence that they can do open uh, in this strategic investment environment that we have right now. What does that look like? It's going and talking to, to the First Nations. It's going and talking to the regulator. It's drilling some holes to, to check on geology. It's a little bit of exploration. It's met work. It's tailings. All these sort of things, they can do it out in the open. They can absolutely make sure that they understand this project before they make, you know, hopefully a larger investment moving forward. So they're, they're just checking your work, really. They're checking the workings out. You're making sure you're being straight with them, that you haven't been cute with any of the numbers, that the people who've done your studies are doing it up to their standards. And, and I can see why. When I see some of the reporting in the marketplace, there's a big variance between standards usually. So um, th that's fine. They, sh they won't find anything, will they? No, and I mean, I think it's a bit more than just, I mean, you can check the numbers uh, on, on a CA, you know, you can send things for additional assays and, and things like that. I mean, I, I, I make this more akin to their test drive in the project. Uh, and and I, I, I want to emphasize the importance, and I think that this is important for all companies looking to build a large mine. How do the First Nations feel about Rio being associated with the project? How do the communities feel about Rio being associated with the project? You know, all of those sort of things this is an opportunity for that, for Rio to figure, to assess that, to see, you know, what those reactions are like to meet those groups without making a major investment and, and you know, owning the car. And so I think that's an important part of this investment and, and an important reason why they have this 18 month period. But th those are very soft things. And I do understand the importance of them in this ESG environment that you know, yeah. people are starting to understand better. But there's some hard components there. They are doing some exploration drilling. They are testing your MET work. They are looking at the, the numbers too. So there is a validation component to this. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with that, absolutely. And tailings, tailings has been a big, is a big part of what we've agreed to work on as well. Right, okay. Should we talk about some of the um, other components, like not, not necessarily out in the field, but also at, at board level, because there's, there's a few conditions that you've put on them. Yes, no, ab absolutely. Um, and so first of, first of all, it's what they can do with their shares. 
So for, for 12 months, they, they can't sell their shares, they can't acquire any additional shares. Uh, that's important. Um, the second thing is, and you know, this is sort of a right, you know, they wanted it, we wanted it, which was a placement of their shares. So let's say things don't work. They don't just go out and blow out their shares. We have a chance to, to find somebody to take those shares from them and, and to place them as well. Um, and uh, they have to vote, uh, you know, for 12 months, they have to vote along uh, with the board uh, for, for certain items uh, in terms of AGMs and, and things like that as well. Okay, can we talk about the thing that you said was important, please? Which is the, you're not letting them buy additional shares on, unless it's under certain conditions. So one, why put that in place? And two, what are the certain conditions? Um, I mean, I mean, what you're trying to avoid here is essentially a creeping takeover. So they can't be, they, they've got 8% now. Uh, we don't want them to go out and slowly acquire without us knowing additional percentage. And then we wake up one day and they've got 19.9% and essentially controlling interest uh, in the company. So that's what we want to avoid. And the other thing that I'll point out, we, you know, I've had a few people ask me about why 8%? That's sort of a weird percent. Why not 9.9? Why not 19.9? We specifically wanted them in at around that 8% level because I, we, we hope that this ends up being, you know, ending very, very positively. But we also want to make sure that the door is wide open for other people to come in and, and you know, test, test, test drive the project as well. And with 8%, that's a low enough percentage that it still leaves the door open for, you know, other potential, you know, senior partners or strategics to come in and, and uh, take a look at the project. Okay, competitive tension, always nice to have, great for shareholders, brilliant. But how does a company like Rio move forward? How do, how do they benefit from walking into 8% is not going to keep them interested for too long. So in 18 months time, once the test driver is over and they don't take the 12-month extension, what what next? Are they just after offtake from you? It can't be that, can it? Yeah. No, I mean, what we've talked about is, I mean, we, we've talked about this, this deal, obviously, and we've also talked about what the next deal is. And the next deal, uh, it's, it's around them either taking, buying the whole project, i.e. the company, or a majority of the, uh, the, the other way we've looked at this is, you know, they could make an investment at the project level that would carry all of our capital requirements and then they would have the, have the rest of it. So those are the two sort of second uh, transactions that we've been talking about. Um, you know, if, if our board was forced to make a decision right now, my guess is that they would just take a, you know, a full buyout. I mean, certainly Dale. And if you look at Dale, our, our chairman's history, I mean, he had Western Silver. He sold that thing for $1.6 uh, If you were a shareholder of Western Silver, you actually now have a share of Western Copper. And it's just going to try to do that again. Okay, but, but what do you do between now and eighteen months' time, which moves the shares in the interim period? I mean, are there is there more information that's going to come out in the market in terms of their expiration drilling? Will they be making announcements into the market? Are you doing any spend? Are you going to be putting information out there which is going to move things in the next eighteen months? But where's the value come from between now and then making a decision? Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's there's going to be a lot, right? So first of all. The PA, PA is out here in in weeks. I mean, it's essentially done. We're we're dotting i's and crossing t's. 
um, you know, that's going to come out, you know, absolutely define the value of this project in this market. I mean, and it's, we'll see where we end up, but, you know, we're talking net present value in billions and that's going to assess, you know, establish that value. Uh, and then there's all this work we're going to be doing with Rio. So as you were bringing up, there's going to be map results coming out. There's going to be some, a little bit of additional exploration, uh, you know, new engineering initiatives. Um, and, but, you know, that work with Rio, our engineering work, but parallel to all that, we drive the project forward because of course you can't rely on the fact that, you know, you know Rio may take us out or we'll enter into some other transaction with them in the future. We need to drive the project forward. Okay, but that's that's a really good discussion we, we should have, which is there's, there's some old feasibility uh, work which has been done. People understand the scale of the opportunity here. I understand obviously the copper and, and gold markets much positive since that uh, that study was done. And the PEA um, is an important step and understanding the ec- economics as they stand today. That That's all good stuff. But do you feel that the pop in the, in, in the valuation since the Rio announcement means that people are going to, they already understand the numbers, the scale of the opportunity. Do you, do you feel you're going to kind of need to do more work to kind of backfill where you're at today, which is whatever you are, 330 million? Do you think that's a fair representation of where the project is today? No, I mean, and I, I think that the PEA will be an important, I mean, people sort of remember the feasibility study, but let's be honest, it was pretty dated. I mean, 2013, I mean, that that's eight years old now, right? So what does it actually look like right now? So that's what we're doing. That's what we'll release here in, in a few weeks. Um, and so then you have, okay, you know, think about that situation. Okay, Paul, you've got this project with multi-billion dollar net present value. Okay, the capital cost is high, but you've got Rio with you. You can see a path to the valuation with, with, with putting that together. And that's going to be my job is making sure I go talk to investors to make sure they understand that path to valuation. But it's uh, it, much higher than where we're sitting right now. And, and, and that's really the investment thesis here is, is if you look at any of our peers and you look at their valuation compared to, you know, with, with big projects that have the strategic partner, We've got a long ways to go. But it, it's really important. You said, oh, we've got Rio there. You haven't got Rio. You've got the possibility of having Rio because they're now an 8% shareholder. They've got some work to do. So the work that they're doing in the next 18 months is really important for the market to understand because the CapEx is potentially huge. And you'd be back to square one if Rio walk, walk away. It's a big number to try and get after. So that's what I'm trying to say is that the work that you are doing and the work that Rio is doing kind of need to map and coordinate and work in tandem for the market to understand how the CapEx gets funded. So how have you two agreed to coordinate the message and that narrative in the market? Yeah, I I mean, I I think it's clear that there's not, it's all the work we're doing. So if you look at the terms, they actually have a right to second people into our organization. And we have a... um, a, a technical, you know, committee that oversight that oversees all the work. So it's all work we're doing together. It's not Rio's work and our work. It's all our work. We're Rio has input into it. We we have this technical committee. It's it's already kicked off. We've already had you know initial discussions on that. Um, it's all work, and and even the scope of work we've agreed to as well. So it's all work 
that benefits the project and moves the project forward. How, how do they validate your work? We talked, you said at the beginning, they're, they're also going to, as well as obviously talk to First Nations and local uh, communities, but they're going to have to validate the numbers you've provided. If they're just walking up to you and going, are oh, your numbers correct? And you're nodding in and going, yeah, they are. That's not validation. So there's a little bit of work that they're going to have to do outside of that arrangement, surely. Uh, you know, they're, they're going to do some, I'm assuming they're going to do some work outside of that arrangement. Um, but let's say, I mean, one of the things we're looking at to, to get really technical here for, for a couple of seconds is, is say a boundary between one geological domain and another geological domain. Well, you know, we've agreed drill a hole. They've agreed to second someone to watch us drill a hole, all of that to happen. They come back out, they say, okay, yeah, that we're, we're comfortable with where that, that one domain ends and another domain starts. Like that's the sort of, of check work that's being done. Okay, okay. Um, and what's, what's this 12-month extension or potential extension? Under what conditions would that happen? I mean, they, so they have a one-time right to extend. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it makes sense. It's, you know, as you said at the onset, 18 months isn't that a large amount of time. We might get to that point and say, well, you know, there's more work that needs to be done uh, and it can be extended that one time for 12 months, but that's it. I mean, after that, then it's, it's you know, you, you got to take the deeper dive or, or, or walk. Right. So you've got a bunch of cash you raised um, just shortly before we, we last spoke at the beginning of February. Um, they will set themselves a budget for their diligence process too, one suspects, during this 18 months period. I know you're working together, but they can't expect you to pay for the things which they need as part of their diligence, and you've yeah. got your own agenda as well. So there's there's a little bit of additional monies which they're going to have to either quantify or let the market understand. But when will that be? Do we know how much money they're going to allocate to that? And if there is a 12-month extension, does that suggest more money will be spent as part of that diligence process, or is it just it's, it's just they need more time? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what money they they will be spending internally assessing the project, but um, and nor, nor should I. Um, the amount of money that we have, the, the amount of work that we've agreed to do with them, runs around $10 million. So the equity raise that we did with them was 25.6. I think that if it ends up taking that year extra, we've got you know certainly sufficient funds uh, to, to do additional work together. Right, okay. So that was, condi- that was conditional. That's some, that the, the new equity money which came in, some of that's conditional spent on, for, for, your, for their benefit. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's sort of that money goes to the project. It's, it is overseen by the technical committee and the technical committee has a one third representation from Rio um, over the period. So let's say over 18 months, we spend 10 million and then it's all done. Then the rest of the money is, is ours. Or let's say we spend the 20, let's say we spend 25.6 after that, then, then we're all done. Okay. Understood. Okay. So potentially in 18 months, they'll make a decision and then what? Hopefully we have something very interesting to bring to our shareholders. But is it one of the two scenarios you laid out or was there yeah. a, like, it will be one of those two solutions? Well, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it is, it's either that they're buying the company. 
or that there's another business transaction where they end up with the majority shareholding of, of the project or they walk. And you know, why did we, they've done a lot of diligence to get to this point. Why would we be messing around for 18 months if they weren't 90% sure that we were going to end up with a positive outcome? Okay, it's fairly, fairly binary. Yeah. Okay. You, w- w- will you miss it when it's gone? Having been there for 13 years. <laughs> after 12 months or after 12 years, actually 14 years that I've yeah. been with the company. Uh, yeah, you know, it, it's, it, I, I will, I'll miss it a little bit, uh, presuming that it's gone. I'm, I'm sure I'll, I'll have a little bit of involvement, at least for a little while moving forward, but, uh, well, we'll see. Anyhow, let's, let's not, let's not count our chickens before they've hatched on this yet. But, uh, um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel really positive about where things are going and, and, uh, you know, as I said, it, Rio has been a, really good group to, to work with so far. And the, the guys that we're, we're dealing with are very, very good. Uh, we'll see. I mean, we've got 18 months here now and, and uh, you know, I'm sure there's going to be a few bumps along the road, but I'm pretty positive about how things are going so far. Okay, great. Well, I mean, that's why we wanted to speak to you. So I appreciate you taking the time to um, take a call. Um, PEA next, end of June. End of June. Okay, we should talk then, see what that looks like. We definitely should. It, it should be uh, pretty exciting. Great. Okay. Well, I well, appreciate your time today. I know it's early in the morning there. I'll let you go <laughs> and we'll speak soon. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming and we'll speak to you again soon.